0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the m M&M Hockey Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Alex Metzger, along with me is my co-host, Chase McCallum. Uh, today we will be doing a Pacific Division preview, and it's perfect timing because a huge Pacific Division move was just made today, of the time recording, at 2am. Do You
1: think they were trying to hide
0: it? <laughs> I don't know, I saw a tweet about it, like I guess it was 10 Vegas time, or okay. 11 Vegas time. But, oh
1: yeah, I guess that's more But reasonable. still, it's
0: still 2am. The Montreal Canadiens... Oh, Montreal was the team I thought was trying yeah. to hide it. Yeah, no, egg. that's what I mean. Yeah, like, so Montreal Canadiens at 2 a.m. in the morning trade away their captain Max, Max Pacioretty to the Vegas Golden Knights. In return, they got Thomas Tatar, Nick Suzuki, and a second-round pick. Uh, what do you think about the trade? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm so torn.
1: It to For me, it basically comes down to if Vegas is real or not.
0: Yeah, I agree with that.
1: I don't know, like... There's real evidence that they were a legit team last year, but also I'm so highly skeptical.
0: Well, I don't think they were a cu- final team last year, but at the same time, like, so you know how we saw with Ottawa, how they regressed just the absolute worst. I don't see that. I don't see that either. I think that this team, I mean, and their shot numbers were around the 50 percentile mark. I like, think they in were a little of, above. Yeah, like they were yeah. about like 15th or 16th in the league, I'm pretty sure. So I think that this team will see some regression. But it's, and we can get into this in a little bit in the division they're in that might still be okay. So, in terms of, like, I think this is one of those trades that are maybe like a good hockey trade, if you want to call it. Like, I don't hate what Vegas did if they feel like they can go for it.
1: Yeah, if Vegas is real, then I think this is nothing but a fantastic trade for them.
0: Yeah, and on Montreal's side of things, I mean, you tanked Pachoretti's value with how things have gone the past couple months, but. Overall, I think this is an okay return. I like Nick Suzuki a lot. I've seen a couple people say that he's probably a top 30-ish prospect. I think that's
1: where Scott Wheeler had
0: him. Yeah, so that's a solid return for a guy. You get a second-round pick, which is a pick, and Thomas Tatar is a better player than I think people give credit for. He's not a stud, but he's a top six forward, I would say.
1: Yeah, last he was sort of like Reddy last
0: year was worse than his actual true talent yeah and i would be very comfortable in banking that he would at least come back to a second line player or yeah.
1: so well uh andrew berkshire had him playing with drew and gallagher on the top line
0: which is something i could see i definitely could see that too i yeah. don't think that he would i think he would do fine in that role as well yeah so yeah i don't know for montreal's return for uh, patch a perennial 30 goal score for getting that getting a good roster player a very good prospect in a second round pick i don't think that's that's too bad of a return, really.
1: I think that's about as good as you could do for Pacharetti after you tanked
0: his value. Yeah, and it's for them. It was you had to look at it as a one year rental. Like it was like yeah. they're getting rid of a guy at a deadline. If you if that's at the trade deadline, we're going. Oh my gosh, what a good You're haul, a right? Deal. So yeah, I don't mind it. And then with that came a four year extension for Pacharetti in Vegas at seven million. Um, I think we both really enjoy this. Yeah. a lot because of the term. I was really surprised on how low they kept that term.
1: I cannot believe Pacioretty got less money than JVR.
0: Yeah, I thought for sure that this was going to be a 6, 7 or 8 year deal. I
1: thought he was a 7 by 7 in
0: free agency yeah, easily. Yeah. For sure. And so I don't know. I'm maybe Pacioretty just wanted, you know, the rest of that he would he didn't want to take a chance on betting on himself because if he got an injury, that could really screw over his free agency chances.
1: And he was Pretty like I can see how last year would get in his head. He yeah, really I was gonna
0: say having a nice, being able to just get to sleep now, knowing that you have twenty eight million dollars over the next four years after this year, yeah, ahead of you is probably a good feeling. And there's no state tax in Vegas either, so he is making a little more actual money than I think some like other places would. But yeah, I don't know. I was really surprised. I think it's a really good deal on Vegas's part. I don't think Patch should regress in the next four seasons to the point where. He can't, he forgets how to score completely. I, there's a possibility, but I would be, I'd feel good betting on the fact that he probably doesn't.
1: Yeah, bet on a bounce back, I think yeah. is a smart thing to do here. Yeah,
0: I was going to say, I don't see, I mean, he had a bad year, but he also played on a very bad team in Montreal. Their forward core is just a wasteland. It really is.
1: I like Gallagher, but after that.
0: That's about it. The Gallagher's the only one who could play in. Some team, like most of the team's top six, I think, yeah. for that are a playoff team. like Gallagher yeah, Gallagher's the only one who can play in the top six of Toronto, Tampa, Boston, and Florida, probably? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, this is a team that just knows they're tanking, which there's no problem with. We'll get the that. Did you
1: see Bergevin's quote about that?
0: No, I didn't. He came
1: out how they're not tanking because he doesn't want to do a reset. <laughs> but... I don't know. I'm confused on when their plan to win is. If they're taking 30 year old Price and 33 year old Weber into a
0: retool, yeah. But like, we'll see. I guess. I we'll get into that when we do their division. But I guess we should jump over to the Pacific division. Um. So last week, if you missed it, we did our Central division preview, and uh, we had the Jets coming out on top, and then the Blues and Predators right in the mix with them, and then the bottom. There was three more teams with the Avs, Wild, and Stars that we thought could be in a playoff spot if they if things go right, and yeah. then we had the bottom tier. This is a lot different of a division. This we were looking at this before, and we we just we have no idea.
1: I think the only thing that I'm certain on is I the Vancouver Canucks are the worst team. in the I would division. agree
0: with that. Dom did his uh, rankings on the Athletic, and they're still going, but. Vancouver was third last in the league, and he said there's probably no better confident bet that this team will be last in their division. In the West, in everywhere because yeah. Detroit and Ottawa are in the same division, so you don't know who's going to be last in that division. Yeah, and he said, it, it, and I agree with him that it could be by a comfortable margin because yeah. this is the worst team in the division for sure.
1: Yeah, the Sedins' relative numbers, which is another way of saying on-off splits were really really good, and that should scare you. When the only two players with really good on-off splits are Are going to be off for the entire season.
0: Yeah, I mean they were used very smartly, but at the same time, like you just—I don't—they didn't bring in anyone to replace that. I think we might see Pedersen, or we should see Pedersen on the team this year, and that'll be exciting. He—I doubt he will be enough right now to. Boost them. They have Antoine Roussel playing on their yeah, second line like, right now. We're
1: both looking at the Sean Tierney projections right now, and it has Pedersen with Eriksson and Roussel. Like, yeah, I understand Pedersen destroyed the SHL, but I can't imagine he can drag around bottom six players. No. on it.
0: Yeah, top and that, that second line. This right isn't now. even the worst line of their team. Arguably, no. you have Gagne, Beagle, and Granlin as your fourth line, which. Yeah.
1: Even Vertanen and Sutter on the third line, like
0: I don't mind Vertanen as your third line player, but like Schaller as well. Like, I don't know. It's just this isn't. And then you switch to the D core; it's not much better. Tanav's good, but Tanav always gets injured, and you would think they have to be looking to trade him. You would assume so. Stetcher, Delzotto, Edler, Hutton. I mean, there's nothing good. Branson. There's- Edler's up, so you have to trade Edler too. And then Annette, Markstrom, and Nielsen does not, uh, like, I think Markstrom was okay last year, but that's, he, he wasn't good, I don't, like, I think he was no. just, like, passable.
1: I will be very surprised, like, the only way I think this team makes the playoffs is a PDO bender, and I'm, I'll am be really shocked if they do it on the back of Markstrom and Nielsen.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, unless Besser just shoots 30% for the entire <laughs> year or something like that. He regresses upward this year. <laughs> yeah, um... Yeah, I don't know. I don't have many good things to say about this team this year. uh, We went over it a couple times this summer that they do have an interesting prospect. Well, for sure, they got some interesting players for the future but this year it's probably a good idea to get another high pick as well because that yeah. could really, really cement them as a, in a good place going forward. Yeah. So
1: Sean doesn't have them in the lineup here, but Leipzig's a player. I think they should experiment with higher up in their lineup because they have nothing better to do with their NHL team right now. Yeah, and He actually showed some promise
0: in a small role last year. Yeah, and I mean, I think that says something if Brendan Leipzig is the player you're getting excited <laughs> about. least yeah. well, fans went through that a couple of years ago, <laughs> but... um. Yeah, I don't, this team is not good. I don't have much more to say on that yeah, for this I think, year.
1: I think, like, it's, I'm pretty confident it's not a hot take. I no, think, I think this
0: is a situation. very general consensus, and even to most of the fans, probably. Yeah. There's definitely some who probably think that well, there's, there's... fans of every team who yeah. think their team is
1: better than it is, no matter
0: what, but... Yeah. And then, going on from there, I definitely think I have a team that I would pick second last in this We're division. going to the same place here, I think. LA? Yeah. Okay, yeah. L.A. is definitely the team that I would say is going to be second last. Um, They squeaked into the playoffs last year and got swept in four games by the Vegas Golden Knights, and that was a brutal series. They They got destroyed. Jonathan Quick kept them in it, but oh my, did Vegas skate circles around them. And it was to the point where it was like, you wondered how this team won anything in the regular season. You're like, was every game just played at the pace the Kings are playing? Like, I think it does show off Vegas' speed, but... Like, True. It, it was insane. Like, I couldn't, like, I'm it just hurt a, hurt a lot. Yeah, it did.
1: But they definitely won last year on the back. Like, Jonathan Quick last year was actually as good as people say he is. Yeah. Which
0: I wouldn't bet on a repeat no. of that. And then... Kopitar. Kopitar Bra-
1: exploded again. Brown which,
0: found some magic somehow, which, I, again, I don't think I would want to trust. i really skeptical of that. Yeah. I have
1: faith in Kopitar repeating, but not yeah. Brown.
0: And they brought in Kovalchuk, who's 35, who, I mean, he, he'll probably help, but I don't think he's... He's definitely not going to be near as good as when he left.
1: No. I don't understand why he signed here. I don't understand. If he wants
0: to win. Yeah, I just... Obviously, they got Doughty on the back end, Muzzin. But, like...
1: Phaneuf was just such an anchor on their third pair. Yeah,
0: and he's probably going to be playing first or second. Like, I doubt, I would be a little surprised if he's playing third pair minutes all, all season. Let's put it that way.
1: Yeah, he might play higher up in the lineup. He
0: very well could. I don't know. Like, I don't hate their top six, I guess.
1: I like Toffoli and Pearson. Yeah. Like, that's a pretty good second line. Kopitar could probably carry a first line, but like...
0: Then, after that, then you got... Ayafalo, Velardi, and Kempe as your third line, which may not be the worst thing, but at the same time, that's a lot of young guys right there that you're asking to take on a very big role.
1: There's reason to be optimistic about Velardi, but they need him to be really, really good because he's their only bottom six forward that
0: looks like he could help score. I don't think Ayafalo is very special. Kempe, I don't think is very special. Clifford. And then Clifford. Amedeo and Lewis on your fourth line. I mean, that's... Trevor Lewis is like the most
1: generic fourth line, like,
0: bottom six player in the world. And I think the worst part about this team is that they're only going to regress, probably. Yeah. Like, there's not too many guys on the right side of the age curve here. Yeah, Like, Kopitar, Carter. Kopitar obviously has a long ways to fall, but Kovalchuk, Carter, and Brown are all 33 or older.
1: Doughty's even 28. Doughty's
0: 28, Muzzin's 29, Finuff's 23, Quick's 32. Yeah. That, if, like, if
1: Quick takes a step back, they're screwed.
0: Yeah. I just... I don't know. I think they could probably at least compete with a few of the teams that we're going to mention next.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to be super surprised if they finish like two or three spots up.
0: Yeah, like I could... I still see them being a good chunk above Vancouver yet. Yeah. But, yeah, I just don't see any way this team really...
1: Well, just Kopitar alone.
0: <laughs> yeah. I just don't see any team this this way. This team obviously competes for a cup. E- even squeaking in the playoffs, I think, at this point would be, hey, that's actually pretty good.
1: If Quick's a Vezna trophy winner, then they can squeak into the playoffs because that's it a- says something pretty horrible about your team if you can get god-tier goaltending and not make the playoffs, yeah. but that's about it
0: that's, for them. Yeah, I would agree with that. Do you have a team up next? Who would you see. put sixth here?
1: Oh, that's a tough call.
0: <laughs> There's like three or four teams I could... Pr- maybe. I don't... I want... So the next six to me, I could see kind of going anywhere. Maybe this will be a hot take. I'm going to put Edmonton at six.
1: I want to as well. I just don't want to bet against Connor. McDavid. I hate
0: betting against Connor McDavid, but oh my god, everything else of <laughs> this Edmonton team is so ugly. So I don't know if you saw it today. I just read a report on Twitter that Bob McKenzie said... So far, Darnell Nurse talks with Edmonton are going terribly. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> like he didn't even sugarcoat either. They're like they're not going very good at all. They're very far away from each other right now, and we are what a month out from the regular season starting. Under yeah. that, so the the blue line is already not great to begin with. And if you don't add Darnell Nurse in there, like if you have Sakara's hurt Sakara's again, hurt he's, he's done actually, for the year. It sounds like, and
1: he's actually decent.
0: Yeah. Clef Bomb, Larson, Russell might be your third best defenseman.
1: With no Nurse and no Sekiro?
0: Clef Bomb, Larson, Maybe. Russell, Benning, Jerback, and Gravel.
1: Yeah, it's probably Benning, <laughs> but still, Benning and Russell isn't a good second pair to complement <laughs> Clef Bomb and
0: Larson. No. I mean, I don't even want Adam Larson on my first pair either. Like, it's just... This is not, And then the forward depth, like obviously you can't understate having Connor McDavid and even Leon Dreisaitl on your team.
1: They should have the best first line in the world.
0: Yeah, but I mean, just look at look at the names after that. Like Milan Lucic, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I mean, I like Nugent Hopkins, but Ryan Strome, Tobias Reeder, Zach Cassian. If Nugent like,
1: Hopkins was a third-round pick who played for the Florida Panthers, I'm not sure that many people would know who he
0: is. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like basically,
1: they need Pugliarvi and, what's his name, Keller Yamamoto to be top six wingers next year. Yeah. Or else it's really hard to see how this team gets back to contending.
0: I know, because, like, even, like, you can't even say McDavid going off would save this team. I, I guess the other thing I could see is Talbot not being quite as bad. He's a, he had one really, really good year, and then last year he struggled quite a bit because of his workload. They brought in a goalie from the KHL and Miko Koskinen. For $2.5 million for one year? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not even going to pretend I know anything about that. I think that it's good. that's more promise to me, I think, than Laurent Brassois or whatever his name was. But yeah, like
1: I'm. it's hard to project goalies, but at least this guy was dominant in the second-best
0: league in the world. You can't give Cam Talbot 70 games again this no. year. That's not a recipe for success. But I will say, if Talbot comes back a little bit and McDavid can put up another godlike season, which I, um, I expect him to, really... Yeah. If that sounds weird. I think that's but a smart bet. Yeah. Then I could see this team having a chance. But even then, like, I don't think they're getting past the first round. With one line and... Dreisaitl? Yeah, like, and Talbot, like... And that's if... I and, like and, bomb too, but... Yeah, but like, if he's all you have on the... I don't think he should be your number one guy that drags around a bunch of bombs on the defense court. I don't think
1: Eric Carlson should be the number one guy that drags around the... Rest of this decor, never mind. Yeah. Oscar Clefbaum.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think this team I could definitely see this team being sixth or even seventh. Yeah. That um, being said, again, a Talbot rebound. Like the, the the teams in this division are so close that I feel like, you know, it could be an insult to someone to have them seven instead of third or second or something like that. But even though it's not that far. No, off. like you could realistically see the point spread being not that far. Oh yeah. This is the one we'll be the
1: most wrong about.
0: Yeah. Like like I don't even, I still we're almost midway through these rankings I still don't comfortably know what team I'm placing first in this division. <laughs> like yeah I don't we're know. just gonna, I'm just kind of working up as we go here. Do you have anything more on Edmonton?
1: Not really. I think everyone knows the story with Edmonton. It's like mm-hmm. Connor McDavid show and Cam Talbot can make or break it basically.
0: Yeah. Who do you do you have a team at 5?
1: I know which two teams I'm picking from but I don't know which team I'm going to put
0: there. All right. Which two teams are you picking from? Calgary and Arizona. You get Calgary that low? That's interesting. I would put Calgary up a little more. I was gonna put Arizona Actually, I though. would go
1: Arizona here, too. I would actually. put Arizona here. I think that's probably the best way to do it.
0: I like what Arizona has done, and I think they should see some growth from the past couple of years, for sure. That being said, this team is still very unproven. It's a very young team, which there's nothing wrong it should with be that. Young yeah. Team. And I do like I do like a lot of the team. Again, I just I'm not uh, totally sold on everything. Right? Like it's my biggest concern is like
1: I really like Ranta.
0: Like, yeah. I know you do too. We yeah.
1: both love that trade and everything. But uh, Dom Luschecken had him like 22nd or something like that, and with some of the best goaltending in the league. Whereas I'm always hesitant to bet on a team that relies on a goalie because it's so hard to project goalie performance. Yeah, and
0: Ranta was dominant for when he played, but the thing was, he only played under half the year or 40 games or something like yeah. that last year, right? So you get sample size stuff. Yeah, there's no way he's putting up a 935 or whatever it was again this year, right? Like, yeah, like on so, a per shot basis, he was like
1: top three goalie in the league. Yeah. And I like Ranta, but I don't know if I would feel comfortable betting on Andy Ranta to no. be the second or third best goalie in the league next year. Yeah. I, I think see it, I could see him
0: being like top ten. Yeah. But like I would put him near the lower end of yeah. like by ten more than one, obviously. Yeah. And then the rest of this team, I like Demers and Ekman Larson a lot. That's a good top f- pair. I like that first pair. Chichern and on your second pair. I think this is a really good second pair as well. And then Golagosty Goligoski and Austral. I don't mind that third pair either. Yeah, they're I, I like their decor. Good. They're forwards they lack left wing depth, I think.
1: Their team's still going to struggle to score.
0: Yeah. I mean, having Richard Panic on your first line probably isn't the best thing. Yeah. Especially when he's not playing with. Like Jonathan Taves or Patrick Kane. Yeah,
1: and I like Derek Stepan, but I'm not sure he should be your first line center if your goal is to win.
0: Yeah, for sure. And Clayton Keller, I don't think we need to say much about. He looks like he should have another great year.
1: Yeah, he's obviously fantastic, but he has to run a first line on his own. Yeah.
0: Then the Galchenyuk on the second line. That's going to be interesting. Um, when Galchenyuk did play C, he was very good at it, but he didn't get. He has had poor results lately, but it was also on wing, so it'll be interesting to see. Then you got Hinostroza and Perlini with him.
1: I think Anastroza is one of the big breakout candidates this year. Yeah, I
0: saw your thread on that. Yeah,
1: he's a pretty underrated passer, and Galchenyuk is obviously known as a shooter, so I could see big things out of those two together.
0: Yeah, but and then the third line I actually kind of like as a third line, Grabner, Dvorak, and Strom. I think that's going to be, with Grabner, you got the speed. Uh, I really want to see Strom get a full-time shot this year. Yeah. I really hope he does.
1: I could see Strom putting up like 50 points. Yeah, I could see
0: him climbing up this lineup a little bit as well. Um, I like that third line to start the year. Yeah, I didn't.
1: I like the Grabner contract a lot more than people, or a lot of people seem to. Just yeah, cause he can score goals, and there isn't a ton of scoring talent. Yeah, this
0: and this team game. is just endless cap space. Like, yeah. I know you you want to use your cap space at the best possible way you can, but, but they did to get Henestroza. Yeah, right? so I mean, yeah, I don't mind the Grabner contract at all. So yeah,
1: he can. He can be infuriating because he'll go like he did with the Leafs and miss yeah. on fifty breakaways. But at the end of the day, he is D snap putting the puck in the net. So. Yeah.
0: And then uh, Fisher, Richardson, Archibald. I don't. I don't know how I feel about that fourth line. I don't think it's like like awful, awful, but it's not. It doesn't jump out at you either, right? Yeah, it's not special. But I mean, just overall with this team, um, this is a team I could really see making some moves this year if Ranta stays healthy for the entire year. I could definitely see this team. I could honestly see them above fifth as well. Me too. Like, if, I could see them up in, like, second, probably. I maybe. could. Like, if
1: Ranta is legit, again, uh, Henestroza and Galchenyuk work, and then Strom flourishes in a full-time role, I could see this team making moves. Yeah,
0: for sure. I could see this team being right near the top of the division. Obviously, everything would have to go right there. But that's there, a but, lot of
1: faith and a lot
0: of unproven people. So. Yes, and that's why I think I just have them at fifth right now but they definitely i think they should be at least fighting for a playoff spot yeah that should be their goal like i think i don't i, I would be pretty surprised if they were like they were last year way out of it without a big injury to yeah. Ranta or someone if ranta gets hurt then i could see it mm-hmm. that, and that's what that's exactly what happened last year yeah. so also,
1: they should be going for the playoffs but they still have their own first round pick and all that stuff so if they aren't, then I don't think it's a big deal.
0: No, I don't think it's huge either. Um, like, there's no pressure. No, exactly. And so I think even even finishing, say, 20th or something, which is a solid improvement on the for this team, and picking 10th or 11th overall, yeah. that's probably not a bad deal either. But, yeah, obviously you want to push for the playoffs, then I think this team doesn't have the roster that's at least possible. There's a that. chance, for yeah. sure. Um. So are you putting Calgary fourth? No, I'm okay. putting San Jose fourth. I would agree with you on the Mm. i think
1: san jose is better than anaheim is that what you're thinking no i'm
0: with vegas here oh
1: actually i think san jose is worse than vegas too
0: all right i'll hear an argument for san jose i could see that
1: so i know like even using my old gar model that had like priors in it so it was never just one full season it was always like it used some of the past season too yeah Joe Thornton has been aggressively falling for, like, three or four years now, and I see no reason why that would stop at age 39.
0: You don't think having two major knee (laughs) surgeries makes you better? No, I don't.
1: (laughs) And then after that, like, do you really want Thomas Hurdle? I'm going to call him Sean Tierney. What's his actual name? Chris Tierney. And Gambrell, that's, like, as their center depth? Like, I don't know. I have no faith in this team up the middle.
0: Yeah, that's definitely fair. This team is... Yeah, this seems a lot uglier than I thought they were for some reason. I hate this team going forward.
1: I could see them I could see myself being too low on them right now. But yeah, going forward it is really ugly.
0: Yeah, you know what? I totally agree with you here. Heck, this is a team I could see Arizona leapfrogging if they need to as well. I don't think Evander Kane's near as good as they think he is. I like Timo Meyer a lot.
1: I do too. He's a guy I could see breaking out.
0: Couture's fine, but he's not. I don't think he's as good as people think he is. Same with Pavelski. He's thirty-three now.
1: Yeah, I like Couture, but I don't. I can't see him living up to eight million dollars a year. Can you?
0: No, and I just don't think he's going to carry a team into the playoffs. No, or yeah, like and that, exactly. Right? If this team's going to be good. Couture has to be worth eight million dollars. Exactly. So yeah, this team. geez, looking at this roster. Donskoy is actually not bad. I, I don't mind Donskoy either. I would be surprised if he stays on the fourth line. If yeah, we're being honest. Too.
1: Their right wing is weirdly good, but... Yeah. And their decor. I don't think Burns is as good as people think. Not
0: at all. I mean, uh, I think he's... I don't even know. I wouldn't give him $8 million this year.
1: No. Vlasic's good. He's regressing, though, too.
0: But... Like, Vlasic isn't even as good as he was two years ago when Burns won the Norris no, Trophy. like, he's a 31-year-old. He's obviously... Yeah. But... Braun, Dylan, DeMello, and Ryan. It's not a very uh, promising other four to have.
1: No, like... and. We've talked about this in our
0: um, top or worst
1: futures episode. I don't have nearly as much faith in Martin Jones. A lot of people. No, have.
0: he had the cup run year, and then he has been pretty. He's been like the twenty something best starter since then, like yeah. between twenty and twenty fifth. Which obviously, it's not like they're throwing out a guy who can't play in the NHL. But at the same time, again, if goaltending is what you could see getting this team in the playoffs, which I think it might, it would have be. to be. Jones definitely isn't the guy. I would probably put this team below Arizona, if I'm being honest. I could see it. I think I would probably switch my rankings to Arizona below or above these guys, but...
1: I'm going to keep them above Arizona just based off, like, precedent, but I'm not going to be the least bit surprised (laughs) if I'm
0: really, really wrong about that. Yeah. So, for three, I'm going to put Vegas at three. That's fair. I think... Mm,
1: with the Nate Schmidt stuff and yeah, flurry regressing, so, presumably regressing. Then yeah, yeah I think so that's
0: fair. two and three, I think, are going to be well, even one, two, and three, I think, are going to be probably pretty close here. Like, I think the top three teams are probably a bit better than the next three teams.
1: Now we said there's no tiers. Now that we're here, I think the top three are definitely a little bit of yeah.
0: I mean, I can still see Arizona leapfrogging one of these teams, but uh, um. Yeah, the reason I think I'm just a little lower on Vegas than Calgary maybe is because Marc-Andre Fleury had the best season of his life, and even though he didn't play as many games as he maybe normally would, that really, really, really helped them out. Yeah. And they were a solid team at the beginning of the year, but when you lose Nate Schmidt, who was, I think, their best defenseman. Emmett Miller. and Yeah, and then Theodore on the—but like when you lose Nate Schmidt for 20 games, you know, a quarter of your season, that is going to be a big loss. Um, up front, I, again, I really like the Patchetti edition and Statsny in terms of just adding pure skill, um, and I think they're both on really good contracts. It, but for this season, I mean, we they lost Perron, Neal, um, and then Flurry Sabers. So like, yeah. Perron and Neal, uh, I'll take Patchetti and Statsny over them. But I don't think it's as big of a jump as Flurry save per, percentage regression probably will. Yeah, be.
1: losing Flurry's like. Marc-Andre Fleury has not been a Vesna level goalie for a long time, if ever, until coming to Las Vegas. And then yeah. all of a sudden he was like one of the best goalies in the league.
0: Yeah. I also and wouldn't bet on William Carlson shooting 25% again. No. Obviously. Um,
1: I could still see that top line being dominant. I
0: still like that top line. I still think Carlson could put up 20 to 25 goals-ish. Yeah. But that's like a 20-goal 20, a 20 difference. It's huge. Right? So, and I don't know. Maybe the addition of patch will help that out. But just overall, I don't think this team is... I don't think this is a cup contending team. I could definitely see them, though, compete in this division. So what we were saying earlier with um, banking on your team, I kind of... Like, I don't really blame McPhee for banking on this team when you look at the division they're in because this division is completely up for grabs. Yeah. Like, just like it was last year where they took it. I could, like, if... If they end up being first again this year, I probably wouldn't be shocked. I would just assume that either something went really right for them, or something went really wrong for the other two teams.
1: Yeah, literally everyone but Vancouver is still a PDO bender away. Yeah. Even though I think there is a clear top three, like it's not.
0: It's just not because like there's Toronto
1: a top yeah to Ottawa kind of a draw. no
0: exactly. So yeah, I definitely. I don't think this team will be as good as they were last year, but I think they could still. Like I think they should be a, a bubble team for the playoffs, whether that's the third spot in theirs or the second wild card spot, who knows? But I think it'll be kind of around there. Yeah,
1: Alex Tuck is a guy I would watch on this team. I, I like Doug. I could see him having a fantastic year. Mm-hmm. Same with Colin Miller if they play him on the top pair. Yeah, like there's some pieces that could take big steps forward and help some of the regression in Flurry's save percentage, but. I just yeah, I don't know. They don't have clear
0: star power. No. And I mean other than Marcia, so I guess. Yeah. And you just got to hope that he plays at the same tier he can he did last year, which he might. He was like an 85 point player last year, was he not? He was something ridiculous like that. So yeah, just overall, I think that, and I mean, a bunch of that helped by William Carlson shooting percentage. Because when you're the one feeding him the puck and the guy's sh- scoring everything, true, that's gonna happen, right? But yeah, I don't know. It's I
1: seventy five point, but still, yeah,
0: I like this team, but I just I don't like them near as close to the Central Giants, and as much as a couple of teams. Then we go to the other team. I so Calgary's two for me. Yeah, I
1: agree. I thought I ha- would have. Anaheim won from the start.
0: Yeah, they were the team that I was looking at. Um, so I didn't really like the Ham- Hamilton deal. I think that Hannafin and Lindholm probably do make up some like most of Hamilton's value. I still think Hamilton probably provided a little more value, but then they also gave up the prospects, which really makes it bad. Yeah. But um, just overall for like a one a one year thing, I don't think the Hamilton deal will hurt quite as much as people think it will or as some people think it will, but I also don't think it'll help this team near as much as others think it will.
1: I definitely would not have made the trade, but Me I'm still not writing off Mark Giordano's ability to run a top pair on his own.
0: No, he's shown year after year that he can do that. Um, maybe putting TJ Brody back with him will be okay.
1: Maybe it's, Brody goes Dustin Brown and then yeah. he's amazing next year. Like.
0: I think Hannafin on your second pair is probably not the worst thing in the world. You really have to hope Hamman can bounce back though. Yeah. That's the big thing, I think. And it was a problem last year too. Yeah, He just he had a bad year with Brody, and when you only have one pair who can do stuff, it's it's tough.
1: Yeah, They could also use uh what's his name? Rasmus Anderson.
0: Yeah, or is it Clink? Hylington or something? Shillington.
1: Shillington? It's not spelled even remotely like that, but I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Shillington. Okay. But Anderson would be the most yeah. NHL-ready one, I would think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if he can step up, that would be huge. It's
1: Mark Stone on the right side, so I think that spot is just ripe for the taking, and then their d core could look fine, assuming yeah. Hammonick bounces back.
0: Yeah, and their, their forwards, I really like their first line.
1: I like their whole top six.
0: Yeah, Monaghan and Goudreau. You can't say enough about them. Lindholm's solid. Um, Kachuk, he's great as well. He's a fantastic guy. Yeah, he's just all around. Neil, he's. Good. I don't, I don't like that contract going forward, but for this year, that's a fine guy to have on your second line.
1: Yeah, he can score on a team that couldn't last year, so like, I get the justification with signing Neal. I'm sure it'll look bad in a couple years, but this year it should be fine.
0: Yeah, then Backlund is your 2C. I like Derek Ryan as the third. I like C. that a lot.
1: For Leak's probably a pretty good third liner. Yeah,
0: Bennett, I mean, not ideal, but at the same time, someone can maybe... I don't know. Like, Bennett, if, if he's the worst part of your third line, I think you're at least a little okay. I would not have Curtis Lazar on this team. They probably, they definitely could use some forward depth. He's, yeah, the
1: fourth line's looking a little rough, but that's so easy to fix on Yeah. waivers throughout the year. Exactly. Or so
0: if you can do that, I think I, I do like this team. Um, in net, I like Mike Smith when he's healthy. He confuses the hell out of me. He was really good last year, and then he got hurt, and that's when Calgary just fell off the yeah. cliff. And at 36, you shouldn't be betting on a goalie to, not, to get hurt less.
1: Yeah, so that's the big asterisk here. If he's not good, then
0: this, this team could tank. This, yes, this team could be a lottery team, if we're being quite honest. Yeah. Because their backup goalie is someone named Riddich?
1: John Gillies, at
0: least. Okay. But, like, still. I, it's not who I want as a starter. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah, like, I don't know. I, if Smith, I, I mean, it's the same story, I guess, as every team in this division. It's who's going to have the healthy goaltender, the who's going to have the good goaltender. It's going to either rise a team or sink teams. And, yeah. I mean, the rest of your team, obviously, is important as well. But I think at the end of the day, the talent on a lot of these teams are at least closely matched, yeah. that a goaltender could really, really sway this.
1: This team controlled the puck better than any other team in the division last year. And I do think on paper they do have the second best roster.
0: Yeah. I would agree with that. And again, like I just I wouldn't have made the Hamilton deal, but I think I I'm really high on Hamilton, which is the thing. So I think a lot of people around the league and just fans in general don't think Hamilton is quite as good. As we do, maybe? Or at yeah, least like as I do? I have him in
1: like a top 20, maybe even 15 defenseman. I list. would
0: say he's a top 15 defenseman. Yeah. So, But if you don't view him as quite a top 15 defenseman, maybe you view him as like the 30th best defenseman or something, adding a first-line person in Lindholm and a second-pair defenseman in Hannafin who's 21 yeah. probably isn't the worst move by logic, right? Because you're trying to get some more depth on your team. Yeah. So,
1: the thing with... Hannifin is he's one of those really hard players to evaluate because he was so bad when he was, like, 18. But, like, I don't know. Like, there's hes an 18-year-old defenseman in the NHL. Like yeah. He took like, he huge that's, step forward last year. I was going
0: to say, that's kind of hard. Like, I would probably so like, bet on his 20-year-old season in the NHL as a defenseman being more closer to him than an 18-year-old him.
1: Yeah, but then but you get like, into, like, throw, you're throwing out data. Like, it's so yeah. hard to evaluate what...
0: Yeah, like, like I don't think you can say right. I don't think you can say confidently that this guy is going to be really like that's why when he signed his contract extension, people were going nuts. They're like, "Wow, that's going to be one of the best deals in the league in a couple years." I was like, "Is it though? Like, it, it's probably gonna. It could be fair value." Yeah. Like I just I don't think five million for Noah Hannafin is jaw-droppingly amazing, and maybe he keeps growing, but at the same time, like.
1: Yeah, he was pretty sheltered. If you put stock in that kind of stuff, yeah, he could get exposed on a second pair. So. That being said, he could take another step forward, and all of a sudden, he's a fantastic second pairing defenseman. And
0: yeah, but I mean, even five million for a good second pairing defenseman, I don't think is insane value. No, it's it's good value, perfectly. Yeah, fair, fair on both yeah. sides. So yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think I don't mind. Like I, I just I don't. know. This team's had a weird offseason. I think they hurt their off season, or they hurt their team going forward. But for this year, I don't think it should be brutal.
1: Yeah, between Neil Lindholm and Hannafin, I think.
0: Yeah, I think that's probably enough to make sure that this team at least stays neutral. Probably even got a little better than uh, they were last year. It it just depends on Mike Smith. And then we'll go to number one, the Anaheim Ducks. Um,
1: Ugly future, but I think they're still the best team in the division.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. And... That being said, I don't... How many teams in the other division would you put over these guys? I would have three for sure.
1: I would have Nashville and Winnipeg without blinking, and then... I
0: would... So I think... Jake
1: Allen and John Gibson really don't want me to
0: put St. Louis ahead of them, but... St. Louis is... The thing with St. Louis is I think they have much better depth than this team does. Yep. Because the forward... Depth is ugly here. Um. Yep. Yeah, it is. But yeah, you know they'd probably be the th- they'd at least be close probably for the third team in that division. But it sucks. Uh,
1: Eve's got such a bad injury because he was a really underrated player. Yeah, would really help this team's depth.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and then Kessler obviously would be very helpful for the team's depth.
0: Yeah, I think. So this is. Definitely the worst of the division leaders probably this year, right? Like I if we have to predict. I don't even think it's close. Yeah.
1: Like I would have three teams in the Atlantic.
0: At least two in the central.
1: And then Pittsburgh in the
0: Metro for sure. For sure. And depends on the other stuff shakes out. I could see one or two teams being better than them too. Yeah. Like Yeah, I yeah, just're the worst division leader by yeah. far. So I mean, I don't know.
1: Keslava still legit. Rackle broke out last year, and I would expect the same. Casey, cash, yeah, they cash, cash, I cash think. Or? Yeah, I'm yeah, in the right. thread today. Like, I could imagine him being like in the top
0: 50 for points next year. He was, yeah. I definitely want to watch. He's the guy I will be keeping my eye on. Even last year, he was a ton of fun to watch. Yeah, um, it's like
1: a small sample and everything, but his numbers are ridiculous. Yeah,
0: um, Silverberg's fine as a second liner, but. Yeah.
1: Perry on your third line is probably fine.
0: Yeah. I mean, it depends. He's request hard. Remember when he used to be like one of the top wingers in the league? Mm-hmm. It's weird looking at old dad
1: in like 13, 14 when the only guy close to Sidney Crosby was Corey Perry. Yeah.
0: Terry on your fourth line is not brutal either. But I mean, Richie, Richie's not a great third liner. Nick I Ritchie. could see
1: Sam Steele making this team. I would like be well.
0: kind of surprised if he didn't, if we're being honest. Yeah. Between just like. So here's their bottom four forwards, in my opinion. Roy, Rowney, Richie, and Gibbons. Yeah. That's a bad bottom four to have.
1: Like I could see Sam Steele going pretty far up this team's
0: lineup. <laughs> Cogliano's on the second line. I could see like yeah, like I could see him starting on the third line for Sam Steele. Yeah. And I could see that. Him and Troy Terry
1: are two guys I'd watched work their way up the lineup. Yeah. And I think they are gonna need them too if they have any hope in contending.
0: Yes. And then the def- the decor is awesome. They have, like, my favorite defense pair in the league. Lindholm and Manson is insane. Lindholm's maybe the most underrated player, in yeah. war, or at least he's up there. Lindholm's, like, a top five defenseman in the NHL. Maybe. And he gets, no, he wasn't even on the top 15 or 20 list for the I NHL team. Yeah, he did not make top 20. Yeah, and he didn't even make the honorable mentions or yeah. whatever.
1: Like, you can make a more reasonable argument that Lindholm should be one at that one on that list than you can that he shouldn't be on the list.
0: Yeah. Montour and Fowler's a solid second pair. Man. And they Anderson. finally look like they... Is Bieksa still on the team, or did they finally just get rid of Biexa? I can't even remember. Retired, did he not? You know, that sounds right. Like, he's not on the roster. On the That's all that matters. That's all that matters. And they also have Luke Chen, Corbinian, Holes. They're like
1: Their third pair is probably going to be rough, but their
0: top When four you have a good. top four like that, you probably... Even if they play Suster and Pedersen, like, I don't... That's probably a, a third pair that won't completely sink a team because it's hard for a third pair to truly sink a team. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. And then in that, Gibson is awesome.
1: It's pretty reasonable to project Gibson and Bob Roski to be the two best goalies in the NHL next year.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. I think it would with, and especially with how young Gibson's Gibson so is, young, right? right? Like I could see him because with Bob Roski, I mean, and I know I was talking to someone on Twitter about this the other day and we were talking about age curves and stuff. And someone said, it seems like everyone who, like, as soon as someone hits 30, we go, oh, like, you got to be careful here. Which, you, in a way, you do. But at the same time, like, people, not everyone's just going to fall off a cliff when they're 30. No. But with Sergey Bobrovsky, he's, what, 32 now? That's a good
1: question. I don't know how old he is. He's in
0: his 30s, uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Sean, Tierney has him at
1: 29. Mm. I don't know. Gibson's 24, though. So. Yes.
0: But so, that's Bobrovsky's 29. Okay. And then I think he's turning thirty in ten days, okay, so he'll be yeah, thirty. Th- so Barosky will be thirty this season. When goalies hit thirty, their age curve is a lot harsher than player skaters.
1: Also, nothing scares me more than injuries with goalies, which I guess is a knock against Gibson. Yeah,
0: that's Just to true. Play devil's advocate. But yeah, but I mean, yeah, I'm not saying. Like, I'm just saying, I, I would be more happy, I think, with Gibson's age than I oh, would. Oh, definitely. With,
1: like, I think those are the two. Yeah,
0: and I don't, yeah, I don't eight. think, I don't really see any reason why Bobrovsky would completely fall off a cliff at 30 because he's an elite talent, and I think he definitely has some good years still left in him. Yeah, for sure. But at the same time, like, especially, like, it's I, the age curves, I think you really have to um, take more, even more caution in when you're talking about goalies. Because it used to be, well, goalies don't actually develop till they're 27 or 28, so they can go until they're 34 or whatever. Which I, just isn't true. No, I think we've seen that mindset switch a little bit to where it's like, oh, okay, like, yeah, when a goalie gets a 33-34, you probably should be careful and looking for someone younger.
1: Yeah, like, even Henrik Lundqvist hits a wall when he's, like, 35 or whatever, right?
0: Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. Overall, I do, looking at this roster, I do think that this is the best team in the division, and I would... I think Gibson's the reason why. Yeah, and I mean, even just the top-end talent that they have, I yeah. think it's much better than most of the mostly other teams in this division.
1: They have the... Unless Giordano and Brody are as good as they used to be, this team should have the best defense pair in the division, and it shouldn't even be close. And I like
0: their second pair more than, I think, any
1: other team in the division. Especially with Nate Schmidt out. Yeah. And then Gibson, Rackle or Getzlaff, Rackle, and Kasha could be, like, the best line in the division by
0: a decent chunk. So definitely this team would need, uh, they, they do need their rookies to step up. And play a big role because if that can happen, their forward depth might not look as atrocious. Yeah. Could, but I mean, right now, like, as the, I don't like their second line a ton. I don't hate it, but I don't like love it either. I think Adam right? Henrique's really overrated, but they traded a guy who's super overrated for him. Yeah, which was like a really weird. I don't know. So situation. Yeah, I don't. Be. I don't know if I like Henrique as my two C though. That's the thing. No, I think he should be the third center. Yeah, if you're trying to contend. Silverberg and Cogliano. I mean, at least Silverberg, I think, is a fine. I don't, Where, like Silverberg. I don't know. I really can't say much about Cagliano. I haven't looked into how he's been doing lately.
1: I know his numbers when he played with Kessler and Silverberg, when that line was like one of the better seconds lines in the league, were fantastic, but I don't know how much of that
0: was Cagliano and how much was the other two. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know. I just, I could, I would be pretty surprised if something happened, I guess, that this team wouldn't be first. Like, I'm not saying it couldn't happen. I think this is probably the closest division overall, and that goes from first to about seventh, really. Yeah. I think the biggest surprise to me in this division would be if Vancouver isn't last.
1: If Vancouver or L.A. make the playoffs, those are the two things that would surprise me in this division.
0: Yeah. That's about it. But even L.A., well, yeah. Yeah, no, it would definitely surprise me. I think Vancouver would shock me, though. Yeah, definitely. Vancouver's on another level in terms of being bad, but... Yeah, so... Yeah. Other than that, I don't really have much more to say about this division. Um, I'm good with wrapping it up. How about you? Yeah. Okay. As always, you can find my work at lastwordonhockey.com. Um, have you posted anything on the site lately, on our site? Um,
1: I'll have some
0: coming soon. Okay. So. I'm like. Probably like a month away from another ah, okay. war model. So. Wow. Well, keep uh, keep eyes on Chase's Twitter at cmhockey66. My Twitter is NHL and stuff. Uh I guess we should just announce it right now because by the time this is out, we should hopefully be on every podcast app. No? Nope.
1: Yeah, we're um, on Google Play right now.
0: So we are on, yeah, we made our own official site or um, stream. So now you, instead of having to sub to the last word on radio or finding us through there, you can search Eminem Hockey Podcast on Google Play and it should be any Google based podcast apps. I don't know what those are, but.
1: They all take them from yeah, Google Play. Yeah, they all take right? them
0: from Google Play. And in hopefully by the time this is out, we should also be on iTunes as well. We submitted to there. So we will be we should be on iTunes and in a app. So pretty much we should be on almost every app we can be uh, when this episode comes out. So that's some exciting stuff. You can subscribe to us there. You can find us on SoundCloud as well. We will be posting our episodes there. Unfortunately on SoundCloud we can only have three episodes at a time, just because we don't have the pro version, but that's probably fine.
1: No one really uses our SoundCloud anyways.
0: No, I was going to say, and um, we will be on Spotify within a month or so. We need five episodes to upload to there, so we're just going to wait till we do five more episodes. But we will be on Spotify soon if that's what you use to listen to podcasts. So, uh, yeah, thank you for listening, guys. We'll see you guys next week with one of the Eastern divisions in our NHL preview.